نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله الذي بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها أما بعد فأوصيكم وأوصي نفسي بتقوى الله وأحذركم وأحذر نفسي عن عسيانه ومخالفة أمره فقد قال الله في كتابه الكريم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم خذ العفو وأمر بالعرف وأعرض عن الجاهلين وإما ينزغنك من الشيطان نزغ فاستعذ بالله إنه سميع عليم إن الذين اتقوا إذا مسهم طائف من الشيطان تذكروا فإذا هم مبصرون وإخوانهم يمدونهم في الغي ثم لا يقصرون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his glorious Quran Take the forgiveness And ordain what is right Order what is good And turn your back Away from the ignorant ones And don't be very interested to revenge or punish them If somebody attacks you Or commit aggression against you You have in your mind several options Should I respond more than he did? Should I respond with equal measure? Should I say this? Or should I just say Allah forgives you and I forgive him? Allah says, when you are faced with all these choices, take the forgiveness choice. It is better for you in this life and in the hereafter. وَأْمُرْ بالعرف And order what is known to be good from it al-ma'roof u'mur bil-ma'roof ordain what is right tell the people to do good things and you cannot tell the people to do good things unless you are doing it yourself you cannot ordain what is right and you are doing wrong it doesn't carry any weight you have to do right and then ordain on the people to do right wa'arid anil jahileen you are going to be faced with and encounter a lot of ignorant people. Ignorant does not mean that they cannot read or write, or they don't know much science. Ignorant in the matter of ethics and morals and behavior and akhlaq and mu'amala. That is the real ignorant, called jahileen. Jahala. They don't know how to deal with others. You will meet people like this frequently, then you just... Turn away from them. And even if he attacks you, قَالُوا سَلَامًا وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا If the ignorant ones attack them, they say, Peace be upon you. And I am leaving. Peace. I am not interested in confrontation with him. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the second verse, put our attention that all this bad behavior comes from Satan, the rejected. وَإِمَّا يَنْزَغَنَّكَ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ نَزْغٌ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ When Satan inspires you, pushes you, orders you with something, 
seek forgiveness from Allah and seek protection from Allah from Satan the rejecter. And don't think that Allah is so great and so high that He is busy, He will not listen to you, He will not know that you are asking for help and protection against Satan. Innahu Samian Alim. He is well hearer. He hears your prayer and your request. My servant in the United States, in this town, in this city, in this moment, is asking me to protect him from Satan the rejecter. He, la, he is not getting busy with some job. He does not know the other job. He treats all his servants. He knows what they are thinking about, not only what they are doing. If human being can make multitasking computers, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who created the human being themselves, know how to multitask, how to do several jobs at the same time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّهُ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْا إِذَا مَسَّهُمْ طَائِفٌ مِّنَ الشَّيْطَانِ تَذَكَّرُوا Those who have got conscious, who have bitey, when Satan whispers to them, they remember, they alerted, they took notice, they awake, تَذَكَّرُوا They open their eyes and open their mind. فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبْصِرُونَ Then they become view, able to see. Some others will not notice and will not be alerted when Satan whispers to them. وَإِخْوَانُهُمْ يَمُدُّونَهُمْ فِي الْغَيِّ ثُمَّ لَا يُقْصِرُونَ And their brethren and relatives and co-workers they are following Satan and they are unheedless that this whispering is coming from Satan. Why it is called waswasa? Waswasa is shaitan, like waswasa dahab. It's something pleasant, something you might like. He comes to you from the area that you might listen to him. Something you like or to inspire you to attack somebody that you hate. Then it agrees with your immediate intention and what you like. And because it didn't come through your ears, it didn't come through your eyes, didn't come through your nose or your tongue, you don't recognize that this whispering coming from internal, it is from Satan. Because it didn't come through the outside sources. The input, it didn't come from outside our input, it is from inside. Then you think this is your own thoughts. It is not. It is from Satan. Be aware and say that this agree with the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then I will follow it. This disagree with Allah and His guidance, then it is from Satan the rejected. A'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim have you been sitting with some people talking general subject, just passing time, and then you gradually or somebody else start backbiting a person that who is not with you, and they start talking, and then the people start to be interested. It's like honey on the lips of the talking. Then it has become very interesting, very popular all of a sudden. He is backbiting his brother now. Satan wants him to keep going, and, and then one of them, انتبه تذكر يا اخواني this is backbiting this is haram it's like eating the flesh of your brother dead we are not supposed to mention him then one who would like to make more backbiting 
Would you like to more, to, to use more hasanat? See, but what we are saying is truly in him. He is actually doing that or he is actually having this. Then he corrects him and says, Zikruk al-ghaybah hiya zikruku zikraka akhaka bima yakra. Al-ghaybah, that you mention your brother in his absence with something that make him angry. Make him displeased. Even if you talk about him and say he's short, he's tall, he's this, he's that. And he's actually is. But he doesn't want anybody to mention this about him. It makes him angry and sad that this is repeated and mentioned about him. If you are saying the truth, it is ghaibah. What if they are making ghaibah in some description that is not actually on him? Then in this case, this is double sin. This is ghaibah wa buhtan. Lie and defaming and then ghibah. Two sins. And Satan is standing, dancing and smiling because he made you lose hasanat. And then a person was inspired by Satan to go to the one who was backboat and told him they were talking about you in the mosque. And Mr. Such and Such said this, and the other guy said this, and so on. Thinking that is going to make him angry, and start backbite back and lose hasanat. The other person was muttaqi. He has taqwa. He remembered that backbiting another person is sin, and I'm not going to do it. He says, you know what? That person likes the fruit of teen, for example. The fig. The person who backbite me, he liked the fig. And give it to him as a gift. He says, he backbite you and you send him a gift? He says, yes. When he backbite me, he sent me a gift from his hasanat. Shouldn't I be nice for somebody give me a gift to give him a gift back? He gave me hasanat in the hereafter. He made hajj and backbite me and give it to me. He makes sadaqah and zakat and backbite me and give me all this hasanat. Shouldn't I respond with a little gift in this earthly life? Now you see that the good deed and the bad deed depend on the attitude of the person. Two people face the same situation. They backbite you. One becomes angry and he do the same. He backbite back to defend himself by losing his own hasanat and rejecting the gift that came to him free. Why? His attitude and his nafs is not in good mode to accept and follow the guidance of Allah. He is not in mode of taqwa. Then he rejected and he behaved wrongly against the guidance from Allah. The other one was muttaqi. He was aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is taqwa? Taqwa, al-khawfu min al-jaleel. Fear to displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wal-amalu bil-tanzeel. Living and acting according to the guidance that handed out from Allah and His Messenger to us. Wal-rida bil-qaleel. Accepting a little bit. No need for very big cars and very big home and eating too much and dressing Ten suits. Accepting what is sufficient and few 
is better than what is plenty and causes you extravagance. وَالْإِسْتَعْدَادُ لِيَوْمِ الرَّحِيلِ And be always ready to the day of departure. When the angel of death comes, he says, Welcome, I was waiting for you. I am ready to go to Hisab at any moment. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُونَ الحمد لله ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله What makes you to have taqwa? This criteria that helps you to differentiate between what is right and what is wrong in the moment of anger, in the moment of urgency, in the moment that you need to respond immediately. At this moment, taqwa is your protection. Yattaqi means shield himself from the sins. Taqwa is the best, there is a bill for taqwa. You go to buy the medicine and you take the bills. It's called siyam, fasting. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu kutiba alaykum siyamu kama kutiba ala ladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun. Oh, who you believe fasting has been ordained on you as it was ordained on the people before you why? So that you might gain taqwa. And we are about to come to the month of rehearsal, the month of training of taqwa, Ramadan. People, alhamdulillah, in Ramadan are almost perfect. They pray extra prayer, they are fasting, no backbiting, no lying, no fighting, and so on. After Ramadan, we gradually go back to our habits until the next Ramadan comes to rejuvenate our behavior. Why this Satan? Why Allah created Satan to cause us to hate each other and fight with each other? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala advised us in the Quran, قُلْ لِعِبَادِي يَقُولُ الَّتِي هِيَ أَحْسَنُ إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ يَنْزَغُ بَيْنَهُمْ إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ الْإِنسَانِ عَدُوٌ مُبِينَ Tell my servants to say what is best because Satan is causing division and fighting among them. You are saying a nice word to your brother. But it's not the best. It is just a good word. Responding or something. Satan misinterpret your word in his mind. He take it negatively. There is a possibility. Two meaning in the same statement. He puts in his mind the negative meaning. He respond to you with moderate, not very bad statement. He comes to your mind and make you understand it in the most negative possible meaning. And we end up fighting with each other. Why? Satan here and Satan there are translating the messages back and forth. Your attitude, for example, a student in the school, he studied very hard and thinking he will be the, the best in the class. They announced the results and now he is not in the first place. They announce the second. He is not the second, not the third. He got very angry. I spent a lot of effort on this. And now I'm not even the third. And he look in envy, hasad, jealousness to the people who managed to be in a better place than him. Another one who has a positive attitude, 
who are following the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, the messenger peace be upon him said, حِبَّ لِأَخِيكَ مَا تُحِبُّ لِنَفْسِكَ Love for your brother what you love for yourself. What you love for yourself to be in the first place, you didn't get it yet. Then love for your brother to be in the first place because that's what you love for yourself. We translated in, I love for my brother to have a big home because I have a big home. I love for my brother to have a good job because I have a good job. I love for my brother to have only what I have. That is not what the messenger said. The messenger said, love for your brother what you love for yourself even if you don't have it yet. The messenger didn't put that condition. Our nafs, our soul extended the hadith of the messenger and limited it and say love for your brother only to be less than you or maximum equal to you. He went to his brother who became in the first place and the second place. Say I love for him to be in the first place. He should have done better job than me that to deserve that. And he went shake hand with him and says Mabruk. I am happy for you that you got the first place this time. He said, thank you very much. And he hugged him back. said, I tell you something. The secret, how I managed to, be, to do that. I was reviewing the, the notes I take and reviewing the lecture every day before I sleep. In the same day I took the lecture in. I never leave it to the end of the semester. See, that's all, that's all. And you enter the exam on this, that's it. I don't need even to review it. I already remember it. After, in the same day, I took the lecture, I reviewed the lecture. He went and applied the same thing. He doesn't sleep the same night unless he review all the lecture he took it today. His grades start improving. He liked it and he improved the technique. And he, at the end of the year, the one who loved the good for his brother, became the first and became better than the one who teach him the skill of reviewing every day. What if he has jealousness and hate and he took the first place? It's not going to change anything. It's not going to improve you a bit. You just hate hatred in your heart and it make you more depressed, more deprived, not willing to study more, no change, no improvement. Then for the messenger, to work on our attitude and says, do love for your brother what you love for yourself, you're actually helping yourself first. You are very selfish because you are helping yourself first before actually you help anybody else by making your attitude good. Satan made an oath after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala condemned him and he said, فَبِمَا أَغْوَيْتَنِي لَأُزَيِّنَنَّ لَهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَأُغْوِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ إِلَّا عِبَادَكَ مِنْهُمُ الْمُخْلَصِينَ Because you condemned me and my offsprings, I'm going to whisper to them and make the sin seem very attractive to them in this earthly life. Except your servants who are very sincere and you choose them. الْمُخْلَصِينَ وَفِي قِرَاءَةَ الْمُخْلَصِينَ Mukhlas means sincere. Mukhlas means chosen by Allah. Mukhlas. إِلَّا عِبَادَكَ مِنْهُمُ الْمُخْلَصِينَ I cannot come close to those. Whatever you protected them, I am, have no power over them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
emphasized this point. He says, "In هذا صراط علي مستقيم." This is a promise from me. إن عبادي ليس لك عليهم سلطان إلا من اتبعك من الغاوين. My servants, you have no power over them except those who are following you. I suggest that you read the Quran. There is twelve description لعباد الرحمن. Those who come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of love, not force on them. وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانِ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنًا وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا Who are walking on the earth in humbleness. If you can teach your son or your daughter one thing before you leave this earthly life, teach them to be humble and love the good for the others. If the person is humble, everybody is his friend. If the person is arrogant, زي ما نقول كده رفع مناخيره, he meets you, he make you feel less than him, he always knows in the sky, everybody is his enemy, even before he open his mouth. Then teach your son and your daughter and yourself to be humble, and if somebody attack you, as we started the khutbah, خذ العف Take the forgiveness that's better for your soul and better for the community. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم. اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات. إنك يا ربنا سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات. اللهم لا تدع لنا في هذا اليوم العظيم ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته. ولا مجاهدا إلا نصرته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا لك فيها رضا ولنا فيها صلاح إلا سرتها وقضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين وأقم الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى الفحشاء والمنكر